to Dragon Talk, the Melt Pousy and the 28th Martial Arts Tournament. We are here today to discuss Dragon Ball. I'm Stephen Carrillo. Kyle Stoken. Rene Estrada Jr. So before we start today, what I wanted to do is I wanted to talk about... Today we're introduced to a, a villain, and he's pretty great. So I'm not great, but competent, and that's not something we've seen too much in Dragon Ball this thus far. So I want to ask you guys... For your favorite competent henchman, Kyle, why don't you start? Well, um, we're going to go for Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z. I'm going to have to say, I'm going to have to cheat here and say, um, the Gaming Force. That's your, would you call them competent? I, actually, technically they are competent. They, together, yes. Together. Together. Freezes they like were elite force. They were effective. Very effective. Indeed. Renee? Uh, mine is in the Avatar universe. Don't do accents. Damn. <laughs> the first two is uh, May, Lin and May. From the part part one. The, yeah. The last uh, airbender. The last airbender. Which is Az- Azula's uh, henchman. Uh, Lin was the one that can use kind of like pressure point martial arts type of thing. And she was the circus girl. The g- yeah. gentle fist. Exactly. Well, basically, yeah. They stopped the chief she low and stopped yeah, benders. She knew, uh, she knew pressure points. Fucking kicked ass. The other one was May. Uh, she threw knives, basically. Yeah. But she was really good at it. And Zuko's love interest. So she was the goth girl of the group. Yes, she was. Then I have other three from Legend of Korra, which is uh, from season three, Zaheer's henchman. Zaheer's dudes. Why is Kyle covering his ears? Not trying oh, to. Wow. I haven't seen You that. haven't seen Legend of Korra? Jesus. Just watch it. Oh it's, my god. The first season is, is on Amazon Prime, free. I have it all. I just haven't had time to watch it. Yeah. I have to sit down and you watch it. You suck. Episode a day. Cut this out of the podcast. No, episode, I'm leaving no. it in. Episode a day. That's that's how I have it. Alright, episode a day. I will watch it starting tonight. Jesus. Oh, Alright. All right. Well, why don't we just move on from there? Because I don't well, I have a few examples. First off, just looking at your guys' t-shirts, the Organization 13 from Kingdom Hearts. I love those guys, specifically Axel. He's, you know, got Axel him memorized. Yeah, he's a shit. Got him memorized. You don't know. You've never played that game. No. And then your shirt, Kill the Kill. Oh, the... Yeah, yeah. The, ah, fuck, what's your name? You're talking about the, 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 four, the four people that follow the, the chip? Yeah. Because I remember you like that, that, uh, that line. That's yeah. not the... the Ask not the sparrow how the eagle soars. <laughs> From Kill a Kill, I like Satsuki's Elite Four. The four club club presidents. Yeah. Those guys are amazing. Not only because they were so strong, but because how loyal they were to her. Remember that? Did you see Kill a Kill, Kyle? Some of them, yeah. God damn it, Kyle! <laughs> also... God damn kidding me, man. What, my, my main on, one... Yeah, it's on Netflix, so I should... Yeah, you have no reason not to. I'm watching... Actually, I'm following uh, the Seven Cent... What? Oh, yeah. That one's good. <laughs> and great. My, my main example, though, I want to bring up was the, the Espada from Bleach. Because those guys kicked so much ass. Specifically, the shit. Grimjow, Jaggerjack, and Ukiota Cypher. Uh, Stark? Stark. Whatever. Stark is the shit. Weren't they the hollows that... Those are called yeah. Arankar specifically, but, but the like, the Espada were the strongest ten. Yeah, they're great. I love they're them. Really, I love the name Espada. I looked it up. It means it means sword or blade. Sword, yeah. And and uh, what's Latin. crazy is 
everything that they say and do means the same thing in Japanese and Spanish. Yeah. I don't know how that's even possible, how those languages even mix. They did the research and everything. Kubo is a crazy person. Kubo's great. Yes. Well, Maybe well, he was. He was Cur- great. Currently, he's not very. Currently, no. He's I'm, not very great. I'm liking the most current stuff with. Uh, um, what are you? What are you? Yeah, that stuff is pretty cool. Well, like before that, it was just. No, there's a whole like year of just not good. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> we're here to talk about Dragon Ball. And uh, where did we last leave off, Kyle? Well, Goku beat the um, the fortress with General. I mean, Muscle Commander. Tower. Yeah, Muscle Tower. With Ribbon. Um, the, yeah, Red Ribbon Army. And you and Goku befriended Android 6. 8. Oh, excuse me. 8. 8. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, so they, as we left off, they, they rescued the chief, the muscle, to- uh, muscle tower. <laughs> they took down Muscle Tower. Yeah. And now they go home back to the elders. Yeah, we, we return to have them have their victory dinner. And we learn that uh, Ader had the Dragon Ball they were everyone was looking for the entire time. But sadly, it's the two-star and not Goku's grandpa's four-star. Of course not. And uh, we, uh, Ader gets a happy ending, basically, because the, the mayor asks him to live with him. Why didn't he speak up sooner? He said that the, uh, he overheard that once they got the Dragon Ball, they would have killed everyone in the village. Right. So Ader was a hero, and that's why the mayor wanted him. He's a good man. Yeah. So... Slash... Ader got his family. He he's wanted, and he's not a monster being held in a cage by Murasaki. <laughs> and not to mention, he's not gonna hurt people unless you know his new home is threatened. Goku talks about his, the Dragon Radar wanting to to show off, it but then work, yeah. no, he broke it. Ader <laughs> tries to fix it, but there's no good. <laughs> it's too advanced for even the android. Radar. Whoever made this must be a genius. So Goku's like, ah, crap. He, I got. Well, I want to mention real quick in the artwork. I love Ader's pajamas because they don't fit. Yeah. <laughs> they don't fit at all. And they're bunked in with the uh, the granddaughter or the daughter of the girl. We're not. She's never given a name, does she? She has a name, just not in the manga for some reason. I don't know why. Anyways, maybe a reoccurring character so, maybe later on. The I next morning. Next morning. Next morning. Uh, Goku saying his goodbyes to the village. They're thanking him for saving them all. And he mentions he can't travel like he used to because Nimbus was destroyed by, by the rocket launcher. By the rocket launcher. Because it died. It died. And that's when the mayor says, you can't kill a Nimbus. It's just a cloud. Because this was, they, they actually heard of a Nimbus. They all, he had heard of a Nimbus because back in the day, apparently lots of people flew around with Nimbus. Which is crazy. That's a past. That's an insight to the past world of Dragon Ball that we don't ever really get to see. That the Nimbus was not a common thing, but not yeah, unusual. Yeah, there were people that knew about it and rode them. Who knew about it, rode them, and because they were pure hearts. Well, I'm sure there's plenty of pure heart people. Just not many. I mean, back then. Back then, that's not. I don't think that's what he was saying. He was just saying that Nimbuses were more common. Just, no, but it's something as, as people with pure hearts started to fade away. Oh. There were less and less. That sucks. I mean, yeah, I... That means within the, the last, what, 60 years, there was no more good people? Or not many? Uh, technology. Technology. <laughs> okay, that's fair, yeah. They were like, Capital Corporation. Well, yeah. How dare just, they? Just look at technology now. Like, how, how many years does it take to get this far? Anyways, he mentions that Kintones, or Nimbuses, can't die. And he tells Goku, just 
call it? Nimbus! And it comes! Yay. Nimbus isn't dead! Really happy he's hugging and everything. I lied to you guys. Yeah. It's not the first death. Confetti! It's good because now I know I'll get my kintone. No, you won't. Alright, so now Goku goes, flies to get it the dragon radar repaired. While saying goodbyes to the whole village and Nader. Yeah, he goes off to West City, where Boma. Anyway, now we arrive in Western City. West City. West City. West City. Kanye West. Well, I like is uh, Toriyama with his weird round art style. It, it's even that personality is even in his city, with the weird skyways the and the buildings around like mushrooms and domes. They're just round. I do Chase. like, I mean, to get off subject real quick, I do like the unique architecture that it's he kind of... It's not off subject, that is the subject. <laughs> anyway, um, I like, I do like the circular, it's very, you know... No, roundish. Roundish. It's kind modern, of. futuristic, roundish, good OG. stuff. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it looks like a, a city that you would not see in the real world. I mean, it could reflect yes. upon our world, but it's not real, it's alien enough that it's different. Yes. Anyways. Anyway, so we see a lot of... Uh, Goku has obviously never been in the city. Because he walks right into the road, almost gets hit by a car. It's so noisy for him, he doesn't get it. Yeah. He even walks up to a random lady and asks her, Where's Boma? <laughs> like, who? who? Get out of my face! Then he comes to a taxi. He even, yeah, he tries to ride a taxi, but not realizing what a taxi is. He had no money to pay for it, so the guy kicks him out. And then, yeah, so he figures, I'm going to need money. So he sees a random Street Fighter character. He's literally a street fighter. He's literally a street fighter. Yes. He's he's in the street, he's and he's he's trying to make a bet with people. If you can beat me, I'll give you this much money. <laughs> and Goku's like, perfect, I can beat anybody. Okay. So the guy's confident, thinking that, oh, a kid's not going to beat me up. Like every character, he's, he immediately underestimates Goku. Just because he's a kid, you know? Which is fair. And Have you seen kids? They're fucking he's scary. He's like two feet tall. Scary as shit, yeah. yeah. And then, like everyone else, everyone... In the crowd is surprised that this little kid could beat up this guy or, or punch a wall. He wins the money and is immediately a mugged. But the guys fail in the mugging because Goku's just, you know, too damn strong. Yeah. Too damn strong. I like how the actually the mugger goes. Well, a policeman might be able to help you. That's right. He asked the mugger, "Where can I go to find Bulma?" And he's like, "Oh, just ask a policeman. He might be able to help you, kid." And uh, what he does with his winnings, he asks some random lady in the street. Where can I find it? Where, where can I find this police officer man? Thinking police officer is the guy's name. Yeah. Like, oh, there's one over there. Thanks. And he gives her <laughs> the money, the prize money, the hundred thousand zenny that yeah. he won. And she just looks confused. So it's just it's a lot of shenanigans with Goku and city life. Yeah. Anyway, he finds the uh, policeman. And uh, he asks for Boma. The policeman looks through a scanner to find Boma. And there's two Bomas. One is obviously not Boma. Yeah. The other. Boma Briefs! He's shocked because she's the heiress to the Capsule Corporation. Boma Briefs! So, Boma Briefs. The, the police officer takes Goku to the Capsule Corporation. Indeed. Just in time to meet Boma, ditching school. Yeah, we need school. Most people. She doesn't. She, she's a super genius, apparently. Super genius. I didn't know that. You didn't she know that? She's just a bitch. Oh, Jesus. Also, fuck her. Renee hasn't been paying attention to the story much. Anyway, but... Whatever. Uh, so, the policeman decides to follow them, and he actually asks Boma if, he would, if, he wouldn't, if she wouldn't mind fixing up his uh, hover cycle. Hover scooter. Hover scooter. Whatever. 
<laughs> so they walk inside the capsule corporation, and it's amazing because they're greeted by a robot. Uh, oh, yeah. Maid? Maid. Uh, I thought it was a, a maid. I a say. robo it's a maid. Okay, yeah. it's a maid. She has a robo a maid. And there's an entire like forest, not forest, but like garden inside it's the. A it's a garden. It's a park it's, that, that's it's like a giant garden. It's a giant. There's like fucking creatures and everything. There's cats and dogs and little dinosaurs running around. Yeah, dinosaurs, birds, all that shit. And Boma mentions that's because her father, yeah. Doctor Briefs, Doctor Briefs, the inventor of the capsule, the Hoi Poi capsule, and owner of Capsule Corporation. Loves picking up strays. Because at this point, we're introduced to him. Dr. Briefs, he's a tiny little man. He's got kind of a bowl cut going on. Horn rim glasses. Bushy, bushy mustache. He always has a cigarette in his mouth. A, a tiny cat on his shoulder at all times. A little black kitten. Again, and he, I, I didn't notice the, the tiny cat. Because you never been paying attention. just into the background. I didn't, whatever. And he has a lab coat at all times. He's a cool guy. He's a scientist. Well, you gotta admit that someone with a billion dollar company, especially can't be just a businessman. Exactly. And uh, I love this guy and his personality because he's very... For reasons. He's very laid back. He's very aloof. Like When he first meets him, he goes up to the police officer, Mari, Goku, you're a lot taller than you told me. They told me you were. <laughs> and it's, in fact, it's, it's you know... It's the, the policeman. Police officer. And he's like, no, this is Goku. Oh, Goku, you're just as small as they said. <laughs> he's good. I like him a lot. Yeah, he's, he's fun. Boma then offers Goku to go come up to her room so they can fix the radar. And the, the, another example of how cool and funny he is, is a... Uh, oh, you guys gonna go out there and kiss or something? You guys gonna make out? <laughs> no, Dad, stop it! He's Let's pretty kiss. great. Let's and kiss. she looks embarrassed. Uh, Boma asks her dad, can you fix it, uh, the policeman's hover cycle? Yeah, he agrees. So that's the end of that side story. <laughs> then we, we take a quick detour. We're gonna, we, go, we see the Red Ribbon Army base. And Commander Red is furious that they finally got a picture of what this kid has been messing with him looks like. He's a little kid. Little Goku. He's a child. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> the best generals were defeated by this kid? This stupid kid. I want him killed immediately. Tell everyone. Our That's villains, a... ladies and gentlemen. Fax the photo to everybody. Fax. <laughs> That's the only way they can get it to each other. Fax. Yeah. Remember the... Remember old people. Old know, people. This wasn't... So, uh... Boba fixes... The, the radar, and she asks Goku to come along on the adventure, because she has school off. Oh, she's super bored. She's super bored. And it's Sunday tomorrow. And uh, Goku immediately reminds her, you, you can't ride the Nimbus. You're not pure heart. <laughs> I'm not going to carry you. Which Boma then shows off her new invention. Her new device. Her shrinking device. And you're like going, what's that watch do? Well, she shows us. The shrinking device. The micro band. It shrinks. It, it makes her shrink into tiny size so that Goku can carry her. She can. And get on the Kinton and then just fucking fly away. Yes. Like you should. Thank you. And as she's just showing it off. Yeah, to say, hey, now you can carry me. Uh, Mom comes in and steps, steps on Boma. On her. Steps on tiny Boma. I love the dub version of her because she's got that, that New York accent. She sounds a lot like Harley Quinn. I don't know if you remember that at yeah, all. I do. I do, but and I, she's I can't. like really blonde, which I think is the joke. Really. She's ditzy, but I have the feeling that she's just as intelligent as Doctor Briefs. I think the idea, the joke is that she's a like a supermodel trophy wife. But she's actually really smart. She seems to have good. Uh, she has good. She can banter with everyone. You know? No? Yeah, I yeah, get what I, you mean. I love her banter. 
she is. It, she it, might just be really dumb. She, she's either really dumb or someone who's pretending to be really dumb. Yeah. Well, she's quirky. She's obviously the trophy wife. Or just silly. Maybe she's just silly. She could be just silly. The fun of that, huh? Like when Boma regrows when she embiggens. <laughs> what do you do under Mama's clothes? Yeah. You're the one who stepped on me. And she offers Goku sake. <laughs> so it's it's obvious why I think we get, it paints Boma's background a little bit a lot actually because she has such laid back cool parents. Of course she's gonna be super rebellious and angry and travel the world oh, at fifteen. Yeah, just reacting. Well, like, you guys suck because you're my parents. <laughs> kind of. Okay, honey, just make sure you're back before school starts. Basically, that's yeah. probably what they told her. That is what they told her. Now we know Boma. I gotta oh, go find myself. They say they're gonna go look for the Dragon Balls, and the mother. If you get a chance, wish for wish for a, a nice man for me. Good man. Oh, and it's pretty. That's 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 great. And uh, they they tell the dad that they're leaving, and he's like, "Oh, well then, if you can wish for me, wish bring me back a hot chick." <laughs> <laughs> they're they're cool people. The briefs. They're laid back. I love these guys. I love Bama's family. They're very whatever. They're very, yeah, they're very laid back and chill. So, together they leave. Remember, Nimbus! And off they go on a new adventure. Anyway, Never done. while the subplot of the policeman motorcycle, I mean, it's sorry, hover cycle. Hover scooter. Hover scooter. <laughs> okay, hover scooter. Shit, we're never going to mention it again. I will. We will, yeah. Anyway, so, as they leave... We I find out that go... the scooter was... Repaired better than it was, so he it's too fast and he ends up crashing. Anyway, so then we get one more panel with Dr. Briefs. Boma asked where her capsules were on the way out, and turns out she took her father's instead, which we'll play into later. Uh-oh. Okay, so now we so go back. So now we get Captain Red. Commander Red. Commander Red. He, they're tracking Goku, and they find he, him going to a whole new location. Like, oh, we're near bit there. We should go kill him and everyone. And so he commands General Blue, who... Let's talk about General Blue for a second. Yeah, he's blue. There's nothing blue about him. Oh, his name is Blue. Okay, I'll stop. Yes. Please. He's definitely not a Nazi. He's not a Nazi. He's, he's a Nazi. He's pale, he has blue eyes and blonde hair, and he's wearing a beige... Military uniform and that closely resembles Nazis. Yeah. He's a Nazi. <laughs> General Blue is a Nazi, and he's pretty great. I think. Okay, sidetrack for a second. Have you guys seen the movie The Producers? Yes. The 2005 version. Yes. Well, Chris John Barrowman, who was in Doctor Who, who played Captain Jack Harkness, also plays one of the Nazis in the play, and he looks exactly like General Blue. Exactly. It's oh yes, Uncanny. Yes. Kyle knows. It's I've seen uncanny. that. That's because he's cooler than you. Dude. He's very. <laughs> Just accept it. Yeah, well, I'm a very accepted person. So, General Blue, just imagine a Nazi, and you pretty much got him down. Yeah, but instead of you know, um, you know, a swastika band, he has a blue red, uh, blue band that is with a red. And we get to see what kind of person he is. And he, he catches one of his subordinates picking his nose, decides it's gross, and has him executed. Well, Rumble says that that's why that's the reason they couldn't find Goku. Ah. He's busy picking his nose. 
okay. But there you go. There's a reason behind it, but it's still an unnecessary execution. So he has very little, very little tolerance, respect for life. Totally not a Nazi, anyone. Totally not a Nazi. What? To me, General Blue. I think this is the first time we actually see a gator person or a reptile. Yeah, you don't see that very often. I mean, we've seen foxes, dogs, cats, and all kinds of mammals. Yeah, but we never saw actual hippo ones. We yeah, did hippo, see a hippo. But we've seen like mostly mammals. Hippos on lizards. Creatures. Yeah. We never saw reptiles, which is kind a, of interesting. Uh, crocodile suspenders. That's, that's cool. So the dragon radar takes Goku and Boma to the middle of the ocean. They land. Yeah. Okay. Then she enlarges. She begins. And uh, so she mentions that the dragon is out there in the ocean. She's like, oh, I, I can go swim and get it, said Goku. Being overconfident that she has, you know, has the device. <laughs> She, she opens up her capsule pack and is like, oh, there's just one in here. What? Oh, no, there's my dad's. Oh. I'm afraid to use this, but you know what? I'll take whatever I can get. So she opens the capsule. Nothing oh. but porn. Okay. Porn magazine. Oh, my. A mountain. Enough with the memes. <laughs> a mountain of just porn, porn a mags. A mountain. Not a gallon. A mountain. A mountain. A melon. Okay. Oh, Just a lot of magazine, a lot of nudie magazines. Furiously, she rips them all up and but chastises that, her Goku's dad. Goku's looking at him going, why are they doing all this? Exactly. And Bulma just takes all of them away and starts ripping them apart. So Goku's like, you know what, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna swim. Trust his sleep. Only I'm not swimming. understanding how deep the ocean is. Yeah. He can't make it to the bottom. So he goes back, he go, once he discovers, he tries to find Bulma again. Bulma's not there. She through. went for a walk, apparently, looking for a shop in well, she's trying to find a capsule port to, uh, you know, replenish her supplies. So she sees two helicopters coming her way. She tries to fly them down. And then suddenly, she gets shot at someone her. tries to shoot her. They open fire. Ha! Not fun! Now, this is super creepy what happens next. Because they decide, oh, it's just a girl. Let's go, ta- let's, let's, let's go talk to this girl. Uh-oh. After shooting her. And yeah. uh, she's asking about the capsules. And she's like, hey, you, you want to have some fun? First You're off, not talking about she's like 15. Games. 16. She's 16. 16. Oh, that makes it so much better. Anyway, okay. so she goes, you're not talking about video games. You're talking about something preferred, right? Something that can't be shown something in uh, shown in manga. <laughs> Fourth wall breaking, everybody. And so she runs for her life, only for Goku to murder them. She tells Goku, hey, these are bad guys. He destroys them. He jumps off Nimbus, drop kicks through the helicopter, and using his power pole, snapping the other helicopter in half. He decimates these guys. Well, they explode. They deserve it. To be but fair, they're probably were gonna they do awful things. They were acting rapey. They deserved it. But even Bulma was like, Jesus, Goku. <laughs> that was just uh, uh, basic perverts. They're man. That was manslaughter. Pretty dude. sure they were pedophiles, though. Like I said, they deserved it, but yeah. it was pretty harsh for Goku. Yeah, Goku gets the idea. Let's go to Master Roshi. He, 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 close by. He's close by. He might yeah, have he something to, to help us. And so they arrived at the island. Back at the island. Yeah. And when we find our favorite sea turtle there. Hey, Master Roshi. Probably sounds like this video. I've seen Dragon Ball way too much. Yeah, yeah. So Master Roshi's like, what? You already found the Dragon Ball's Goku? What's up? That's when little Boma jumps out and then begins... I like how Master Roshi's like, what did I just see? Whoa! <laughs> like, how did you do that? And 
bum was like, oh, it's with this special watch shrinking device. Shrinking device that I made. Oh, that's that's pretty neat. He he enjoys this device for whatever reason. And I ask him, it's too deep to get the Dragon Ball. Do you happen to have some sort of submarine, submersible vehicle that we can use? And he does. He mentions that the, they use a submarine to go for some shopping. Krillin and Launch are using it at the moment to go shopping. And he's like, I'll give it to you in return for your shrinking device. Oh, that, that's it. That's it. You don't. You don't want to assault me. All right, take it. Just the watch. Yeah, it's only a prototype. Meanwhile, back at Red Ribbon's HQ, Commander's Red, Commander Red's underling. I forget his name. It's something black. That's racist. It is. It's super racist, but yeah, it's like something. It's like Captain Black or Captain Black. But uh, the Commander Red's underling's like boss. Uh, this kid obviously has allies. There's no way he's doing all this by himself. Which he was. But he does have allies. He didn't build that ra- the radar. Yeah. He didn't build the radar himself, so he must have someone. And so Commander Red figures that wherever he is must be his headquarters. And he co- he tells General Blue, get your men, kick some ass. Get out there immediately. Go and figure out who his allies are. While waiting for Krillin and, and Launch to come back, uh, Bulma decides she needs to use the bathroom. This is where Masaroshi gets weird. Yeah, he uses the, sh- the shrinking device. To shrink down. And then he goes in, goes under the door, and we see... He wants to watch her use the restroom. Which is disgusting. That's, I don't know about that. Oh, my God. Gross, God. gross fetish. Also, she's underage. Just keep mentioning that. It's just a stack of just really bad things. We're going to highlight this, and yes, it's going to be on the test, folks. Eventually, he falls into the toilet, though, without seeing anything, and Good. he's flushed. Yeah, and he's and then you see the manhole cover under his door open up, and yeah, got what you Wait, deserve. He has, yeah, in that, he has plumbing. He has plumbing in the sewage under the. He's island. the incredible, invincible master, Master Roshi. Yeah, he has he has a submarine. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's he makes things happen. What? So Krillin and Launch make it back, and they're excited to see go Goku. <laughs> yeah, uh, Krillin. Hi, panties on. Couldn't, doesn't really remember Bulma's name. Hey, you, your your panties, right? <laughs> no, it's Bulma. It's Bulma. Of course, you know Bulma usually means bra, right? I don't know exactly what it means, but but it's like yeah. some kind of woman's undergarment. Bulma, That's yeah. why he says the panties. Joke. Yeah, Bulma briefs. Yeah, which is you know they didn't really hang out too much. They just met once. One time. Yeah. I mean, they ate food together, but they were eating. So together they take off and they go to the spot where they where they were, and that's when General Blue makes the order to go after them. He sends, like, a, a fleet of planes to Kame House and a submarine after them in the ocean. Goku and friends. Yep. Okay, so, yeah, and so now um, Bulma introduces Goku to a swim, uh, a diving suit. Which, again, doesn't work because it, the Dragon Ball seems to fall into a crevice, which leads to an underground cave. So they have to go around and find the entrance. Cheesy. And I should mention Toriyama's art. He draws underwater really well, which is hard for me. I, I Beautifully, could, yeah. I don't think he could... It's hard to do in black and white. But he simplifies it. I mean, you don't see, like, coral and stuff. You see, like, a few things. Rocks and fish. Yep. And maybe a couple of uh, seaweed and stuff, but it's pretty good. Anyway, so along the way, we see uh, General Blue's fleet going near Kame House while General Blue and a few of his submarines are after, you know, our heroes. Yeah, they're closing in. Also... Oh, Plesiosaur! I didn't see that before. The uh, the captain of the submarine is a hippopotamus. 
That's, that's, the, problem. that's the best thing ever. Because you so know they, 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 they fire at Goku and friends in the submarine. Yeah, because they think that they're closer and that they found the ball right away. And Goku goes, "Well, I wonder if it's those red ribbon guys. I'm tired of them." <laughs> and that's when Bomo like, "What did you say?" Yep, with the a big worried on her face. Red, the red, they're after you. And Goku, you asked, why didn't you say so? <laughs> Krillin's upset as well. Yeah, you're being chased by the most evil organization on earth. In the world. In the world. Yep. So yeah. So go after them. So they go into the cave, and Blue gives the command to chase. And they they escape. They manage to escape for a bit because the hole's too small for the submarine, for the Blue submarine. Meanwhile, the airships show up at Master Roshi's front door. Demanding the, you know... They demand... The Dragon Balls. The Dragon Balls. Because yeah. he has them. Yeah, he, he doesn't even know. He just has... Whatever. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. The Bulma forgot... Uh, left the two balls there. Oh, we have the Dragon Balls. And, uh... I was just all nonchalant about it, too. We are the Red Ribbon Army. He's like, oh, I've heard of you guys. Oh, yeah. And they even have launch at gunpoint. It's not cool. There's a lot of not cool things happening oh, right now. Oh, this is good. This is nice launch, by the way. And he asks, uh, what if I refuse? What happens then? He's like, because the sound of will kill you. <laughs> well then, I think I'll just fight back. What, what, what did you say? <laughs> and Master Roshi begins to take on the Red Ribbon Army single-handedly. And it's pretty amazing. He takes on, I don't know how many guys. I think... It looks like a lot of guys. It's a lot of guys. I think more than Goku usually does, too. Yeah. It, he takes them on. Oh, he's, he's, he's amazing. <laughs> this is the Master Roshi I enjoy. Even at one point, a guy fires a machine gun at him, and he catches the bullets. And to scare the crap out of the guy, he drizzles them on the ground. <laughs> like, what do you got? <laughs> What's it? Yeah. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> and he seems to be winning until one guy holds launch at gunpoint. If you don't want, if you don't want me to, to, to blow her head off... Just, just calm down, old man. And turtle, turtle helps. How does he help? He wobbles around. He grabs like one of those uh, leaf palm leaves. Leaf palm leaves, and he uh, scratches Donch's nose. Who? She knows what he's doing. She, yeah. she sticks her neck she out. She sticks her neck out so she can reach. So she can sneeze. And with a big smile on her face too. So she sneezes. Achoo. <laughs> uppercut. Uh, the, the, the best uppercut in Dragon Ball so far. Yeah. <laughs> and Toriyama, can I say, again, with Toriyama's art, he spent, he obviously spent a lot of time on her butt. I'm just saying. On her pants in general, but yeah, her butt. Yeah. Her butt. It's very pronounced. Yep. It sticks out. <laughs> yep, her butt definitely sticks out. But I like how she never it's... takes girly poses when you see her. She's always yeah. in a very masculine, yeah. angry, I'm a beat your ass Popeye kind of stance. Well, she's yep. the bad launch now. Yeah, she's the hardcore one. <laughs> she gives <laughs> a finger and spits on him. Oh, yeah. that's After great. she beats him up, steps on him, Roshi's like, going, okay, back off, lunch, back off. But this is, this is, that's important. That's his character development. Because before, if Master Roshi even came near her, she would have tried to kill him. And right now, he's the only one who could calm her down. Exactly. She gotten used to her changing back and forth. Well, yeah. And knows how to handle her, exactly. So they're, they're friends, basically. Yeah, they're friends. Yeah. Which not just not just the good launch, but the, the bad, bad launch, launch as well. That's cool. Well, I like yeah, that. I, mean, I would figure there might be a few times she had to sneeze. They they reach the uh, they they reach the cave and Goku and friends start to run like hell. So they they all kind of they reach. Just, turns out there's an air pocket in the cave, and they all kind of reach it at the same time. 
and Boma demands that they, they run because she's smart. Let's not fight an <laughs> army. a red ribbon army. And to be fair, she hasn't seen him take them on, so she, yeah. Yeah. They also have a walrus on their crew, which is even better. I think a walrus. You know, also, not? it might be a little racist. Listen, all the aquatic am- animals Don't to the marines. <laughs> no, that might be the best. It might be the best choices. solution. Yeah. But what if they didn't even want to be part of the marine? What if they wanted to fly planes? They're better at those things. No, you're it's a walrus. Better. You belong in the navy. <laughs> well, this is the Red Ribbon Army. They're just a bunch. Like, of you're really good at the water. We need you as marines. We'll pay you double. So they, they Gen- be, General Blue is super cocky. He tells his men, "Don't worry, boys. I can take out all of them by myself." Oh, by five. Which that means they're not counting Turtle. Makes him a little sad. Most yeah, of the rules pretty tough. He's pretty tough. Our three heroes, Goku, Boma, and Krillin, wander the cave, only for Goku to find a light switch in this underwater cave. What? Okay, that's, that's, that's unusual. Strange, even. Wow. God, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> and Boma, stating the obvious, we must not be the first ones to use this cave. This is different. No shit. And General Blue thinks that this might be their secret base. Yeah. Assuming, yeah. <laughs> Goku has no respect for the dead, wearing a, a man's skull to scare Boma. As a hat, no oh. hat. And scaring Boma. <laughs> Who probably deserves yeah. it. <laughs> but but, uh, but Kri- then again, Kri- uh, Goku doesn't know anatomy, so he probably doesn't know that. He doesn't Goku. understand. He, he doesn't understand that's super uncool. But Krillin's like, where'd you get that, Goku? No, right here. It's a pirate. It's a pirate skull from a dead pirate body. It's It's been dead for a long time. And Krillin's like, oh my god, <laughs> this is the pirate face. So it's gone from... The treasure. Yeah, we've suddenly gone into an Indiana Jones film. This is what I was talking about. It's here. We're going to get pirate treasure. He's super excited. And so not only are they going to get Dragon Ball, they're looking for pirate treasure. This has turned into, yeah, like you said... Red Ribbon Army. Indiana Jones and Red Ribbon Army. I'd watch that. That sounds <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. Well, it, be, yeah, it sounds a lot better than, you know... They're basically the same. The three heroes, they, they keep walking and find that the, the cave turns into a very sleek hallway. And uh, Krillin, not thinking, steps forward, hitting a button on the ground, and a spear flies right past his head. Missing him only because he's so short. Yeah. So obviously, it's booby trapped. The pirate, the pirate hideout is booby trapped. So anyway, so they're trying to, you know, and Goku's like going, you know, you could just easily jump over there. Are you crazy? It's like thirty feet. And Goku's like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> so he, Goku does, it, you know, does his like get some speed distance, runs, does a long jump, he lands on the other side. Krillin does the same, but he, he overshoots it and he ends up hitting <laughs> his head. Actually, I liked how Krillin goes, oh yeah, I totally forgot I could do that. <laughs> He lands, but again, hitting a button, barely missing him again with the spear. Boma can't do that, so they have to find a way to get her. Yeah, well, she can't jump. She can't jump like that Boma anyway. can't jump. Like white men. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a movie. It's a movie. Yeah, yeah. I know it's a white movie. White man can't it's jump. It's with Wesley Snipes. Okay, anyway, so back to the, so the Red Ribbon Army is still trying to go, and they're like going, let's go get to Dragon Ball. General Blue is cocky, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> He's a little, little feminine, effeminate, feminine. Yeah, for a dude. Yeah, I would it's, say it's, so. It's, it shows kind of the way he laughs. All right, so then we're back to our heroes, and Gopalma <laughs> is using 
Goku's power pole. To yeah, Goku's holding the power pole, pole. so to, to and he's shrinking it slowly so she can get across. Mm-hmm. I like how he says, "Bulma, you're really slow at this. Just <laughs> don't move." So General Blue's like, "Oh, they're over there! Kill them! Kill them all!" And all the men run ahead, and he hears them all scream. And he sees all of his men have been killed. <laughs> they all step in the buttons on the floor, and they've all been killed by spears. And there's a little joke here that I, I liked a lot, where they like, whoa, what, what's happened? And one of the dead guys goes, "Sir, we all died." Like, oh, I can see that. <laughs> That's cool. yeah. uh, Even the Walrus guy could. Yeah, poor Walrus guy. He didn't want to be in the navy. Oh, Walrus. <laughs> I know anyway, what you're doing so your time. <laughs> General Blue out of. And uh, we see. Goku and friends, they've discovered the inside of the pirate cave, and it's pretty much it's like a, a military base. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty big. I mean, yeah, when you think of pirate, you know, stereotype pirate, you, you think, think like old wood and, and seaweed and crap. Yeah. You don't think of abandoned um, submarine base. Goku senses that someone else is there. <gasps> it's a skull robot with a machine gun for a hand. And a sword. How does he sense a skull robot, though? I think he. Really I think again, it's more like an senses, like nose and hearing, oh. not like sensing key. Oh yeah, okay. Just, I feel like this is still before he sensing key. Yeah. You know, personally, I think that maybe he sensed blue, and then suddenly the robot came in. That could be it too. But uh, if you played the the GBA games, uh, Legacy for Legacy of Goku, one two, Blue Fury, uh, that skull robot's a common enemy. And like midway through the game, huh? It's good stuff. And it looks like a xenomorph. Now that I think about it, yeah, yeah, Nobody it does. Knows what the I mean, look oh, at the alien. tail and look at—is that the, what they're called? Yeah, yeah xenomorph. Yeah. Okay. I mean, look at the head and tail and the. Yeah, head. I knew what that was. It took me about a second. Sorry, I didn't know their names. I thought they were called aliens. Well, technically they are aliens, but we—they just called it a xenomorph. Anyways, Goku and Boma. Not Goku and Boma. Goku and Krillin try to take it on. And it's pretty tough. It's pretty hard. Yeah, it's pretty tough. And that's when Goku's like, okay, you guys, you will look for the Dragon Ball, and I, Goku, will fight the machine. Let's take that one. Rage against the machine, everybody. Yeah. That is worse. But then General Blue pursues Bulma and Krillin. Yeah. That's a smart thing to do. Forget the robot. Forget Goku. Yeah, leave. Let the let the boobs, let the boobies take care of the trap, and then you follow Goku, the real objective. Goku knocks the robot into the to the ocean, and it pulls him in. It drags him in with his tail, and, and electrocutes him. Electrocutes him again. Goku's only weakness is electricity. Electricity. We see it again. He can't really take it. Again. Okay. Let's let's talk for a second. Goku underwater. His hair flows. Yeah, it doesn't stick, doesn't keep its shape, which they totally forgot in the newest movies and stuff. It is, that's what I hated about the animation is they're so concerned about keeping the shape of his hair that they don't let it act like hair. And they don't see, treat it as hair. They don't treat it as hair. They treat it like weird metal spikes coming out of his head. Oh, exactly. Yeah, but they, they well after and I seeing, think they may have retconned it after BBC where they said that they. Never get a haircut or anything because well, it's not that, a that's, just, that's just hair growth. Hair growth. That doesn't mean the hair doesn't move. Right. So reading these old chapters and seeing Goku's hair flow and, and move, it's it's nice. It's you forget that Toriyama knows what he's doing and the anime people don't. Yeah. That was 
That, that's just how it is. Anyway, continuing. So Goku's in the water. Goku makes it out, and he gets the high ground using the the power pole. Just to dive bomb and break <laughs> the skull robot. Straight up break on With like a headbutt. He jumped out from like eight stories. Yeah, he did. He pulled a nom. Rock! It explodes. It explodes behind him after he leaves. It's very Super Sentai. <laughs> I was thinking also, peace, 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 peace. you know, the 90s, 80s action film where you destroy a robot and then it explodes. <laughs> we get uh, Goku... Well, Krillin leaves Goku an arrow in in the ground to tell him which way to go. But General Buu messes with the arrow and goes the opposite direction. Which again, Goku just follows arrows. Oh, willy-nilly. That's another weakness of his. Arrows. He's naive. He's just naive. Mm-hmm. So he ends up going the opposite way. Anyway. So because of the explosion of the skull robot, I'm guessing, the whole place starts to fall apart. Fall apart. And uh, it seems like the only way out is to swim. So Boma and Krillin, Boma and Krillin. Uh, take off their clothes and decide to go swimming. Not nude, but in, in un- underwear. Yeah, well, underwear. yeah. Blue sees the same thing. He's like, oh, crap. I gotta. I don't want to get my uniform wet. And this is where you will question himself that he's like, salt water is not good for my skin, but, you know, I have no choice. Next, take care of himself. I don't like dry skin. You like dry skin? Nope. Oh, I fucking hate it. But, you know, but so you Goku, just get to be more picky. That's what I'm saying. Goku continues on, and he falls through a trap door. Only to land on a giant octopus. Yeah. And the octopus is like going, dinner. It talks. Like, I wouldn't yeah. expect it to just be like a, a monster, but no, like, oh, the first catch the long time. You're a squid, right? I'm an octopus! Actually, I'm having flashbacks to Dragon Quest 8. I don't think it was a talking octopus that you fought. Really? Did he try to eat you? Yeah. Oh. And he talked. Was he cooked? And actually, but he was also designed by Akira Toriyama. So. Sure, yeah, I, I get the, the relation. Yeah, so like I said, it's just kind of a... I'm like going, oh yeah, I remember this fight that I played in Dragon Quest Eight. And the octopus beats that crap out of Goku. Yeah, he does. Just slamming him up against the wall back and forth. Dead already, huh? Then Goku. Right. Goku says, how about I do something nice? And he uses the Kamehameha wave and shoots it at the octopus. Meanwhile. 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 Let me just talk about Bulma. Alright, Krell and Bulma find the treasure chest. After they come out of the water, and... They find... They find fucking treasure, like gold and all that crap. Inside. Gems, movies, and all that other stuff. But, behind them is General Blue. They go, too bad. Unfortunately, that treasure now belongs to the Red Ribbon Army. Red Ribbon? And Bulma... Renee, tell us about Bulma's reaction to General Blue. She basically goes... Oh my god, it's totally my type! Are Good you fucking look. kidding me? She goes up to uh, General Blue, and she tries to grab him, like, hi! She has this weird, disgusting face. Her pervy face. Pervy yeah, face. she's got her lustful face going. And General Blue is just like, ah, girl, you're creeping me out! Don't touch me! <laughs> oh, and, well, she, I don't know this is a translation Bulma, issue. It's a translation issue. Uh, but it's basically, Bulma's figures out, oh, he must not like me because he's gay. He's yeah. gay. She, he, he doesn't just like said her. The one word, absolutely yeah. must not. It's kind of like the thing when she first met, met Goku. You weren't absolutely in love with me, so you're just a kid. I'll accept that. Blue takes huge offense, like more than you probably should. So yes. she, mu- she's probably right about him being gay. You don't know what Which, happens when I'm active. You know, he cool. hasn't gotten the Dragon Ball. He's lost a lot of men, and now he's but dealing he with took, these He took kids. extra offense about. From being called gay, and it's one of those thou doth protest too much. 
situations. Oh, exactly. That's consistent. Which is interesting for Dragon Ball to have a gay character. It's not something you see every day. It's it was one time. I don't know, but kind of. It's one time in Dragon Ball. Yeah. Uh, I guess. There's, there's I, I wouldn't know. Zarbon. Zarbon. Who the fuck is Zarbon? He he's a he's a gay character, but I think it's meant more as a comedic thing instead of. Yeah. It's, That's the, a, it's in that era where they're using they're using gay as like a comedy, joke. yeah, a joke. It's a shame. Eh. Whatever. Let's continue. <laughs> Krillin's like, hey, you think you can beat me up? I'm I'm Krillin. I think you're out of your league. <laughs> yeah, dude. I think you're way out of your league. <laughs> and you know, blue blue counters that confidence. Like, oh, you think so? Bring Meanwhile, back at Goku. Oh. <laughs> uh, after he used the command mail wave, the octopus is cooked. He cooked it. And he's eating it right there and then. It's like, oh, this is pretty It's good. now making me hungry, guys. <laughs> yeah. So we were talking about last time what the command mail wave was, and we yeah. decided it's like it, it was Cyclops' optic blast. Exactly. Pure force. But right here, it they, cooks. They, they cooked so it has heat. So it's. I think it produces a little bit like heat enough. It produces heat. It cooked. That's a lot of heat to yeah. cook. That's well, it was a lot of chi energy. But so. I feel also feel like it's well, kind of... That's the thing. Does chi energy have heat with it? That's actually a good question. But, but I, I think he put the Toriyama... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm just saying that I feel like it's also the same problem as Cyclops, where sometimes they think it's a heat beam wave or something, mm. but it's actually a blast, and then authors don't really know the That's difference. That's multiple authors. Toriyama's Toriyama. Ah, I think, okay, you know, honestly... Uh, he, never, he never said what's what. Like, he didn't say it was for sure it's Force Blaster, for sure it's Heat. It's just, it's a little interesting what it actually is, to imagine what it feels like being hit by one of those. Okay. But personally, I just think that it was just, for this incident, it was just used as a comedic effect, you know, because... You think so? You don't think it has Heat in other situations? I think it's whatever... I always thought the Kamehameha Wave was like... like whatever it needs to be? Yeah, whatever it needs to be, it's... That's fair. Because I know that uh, Cell disintegrates... When he gets hit by the command railway? Yeah, he does. Yeah. I so mean, I always thought that was some kind of force, but I think it is That's what right. it needs it to be. I don't be. know what it would take to disintegrate somebody. Well, they'd have to be burned to a crisp. Exactly. Yeah. It's heat. All right. It's a forceful heat blast. Not heat blast. It's a force blast with heat. It's hot. It's a hot force blast. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's just go with that. All know. right. It's interesting. Yeah. The, the components of chi, or ki. Anyway, key, yeah. so, key. okay, so Goku goes to the octopus and starts eating it. That's when he hears Boma's shriek. Yeah. Only to see... Uh, we oh, see Krillin. Krillin's gun is ass-kicked. It's ass-kicked. Which, that means Blue's hella strong. He's yeah. I mean, we've seen the Red Raven army. Yeah, they can't compete with Goku and stuff. And remember, uh, Krillin was pretty close to the finals and stuff. So this guy He's a semi-finalist. And this guy, we shouldn't take lightly. He had no trouble beating up Krillin. We kind of see how the fight went... Obviously, Blue is much more powerful than Krillin. That's only for like a certain reason. There's a certain reason why he's more powerful. I don't think so. I do. I think I think Krillin can beat the crap out of Blue. He's if he strong didn't have enough, that, but I think Blue is a better fighter. Or I, guess, I mean, he's yeah, not. He's, a, he's a general for a reason. I'm just saying Blue has more experience than. Yes. So we see back what happened. Krillin pulls off an afterimage. Afterimage, which is, awesome. is amazing. Yes. Krillin afterimage. Kicks him right in the face. Kicks him pretty hard. Boma's impressed and. Blue freaks out because his beautiful face. His beautiful face. And his nose is bleeding. Nose bleed? And angry, he shows off his psychic powers. Ah, right, that's he 
he paralyzes Berlin using using his telekinesis. But that's not what telekinesis is. It's not no, unless it is. It's not. It might be a. I guess telekinesis. he could use it that way to hold someone down. Well, yeah, I just figured that. Um. Yeah, er, like a force choke with an entire body. Just beating the crap out of crap. No, poor Krillin. Boma is frightened, not for Krillin, but for her own life. Be cool, Obviously. And Blue notices the whole place is falling apart, and he needs to get out of there. Boma decides to use her seduction, her seduction plan. By shaking her butt. God damn, she doesn't understand. My name's Boma. Nice to meet you. And she forgot that this guy had no interest in being her. Stop. That's disgusting. An indecent woman. That's right. This guy's gay. <laughs> And she pulls off her master genius plan. What if I told you I'm actually a man? There's no way a man with boobs like that, that big. No. Obviously. There's no man with boobs that big. So, <laughs> it didn't work out for her. She gets real evil here. He, he grabs yeah. a rock to bash in Krillin's head. That's fucking Ooh, that savage, yo. Just in the nick of time, though, Goku gets out of the water to stop him. And, uh... They monologue. They fight. Goku is faster and stronger than Blue. It shows how much he's progressed since the tournament, and Even how far behind Krillin has gotten. Yeah, he yeah. Krillin and Bulma are just surprised how much he's improved. Damn, Goku. <laughs> yeah, it's not, that's, that's pretty cool. And I feel bad for Krillin. Yeah. I mean, he's probably training all day, every day, and Goku's just been going on adventures. Has he, though? Because before this, during the trap, he said he forgot how he could do that. Anyways... Blue decides to paralyze Goku as well. And then he grabs a rock and gonna smash Goku's brains out. And he just, he continues to beat on Goku. He seems to have lost the rock though, so that's kind of weird. I think he just, like, dropped it and just completely forgot it. Or unless Toriyama's, like, going, I forgot about it. This is the best. Blue has his own capsule, and inside the capsule is a shotgun. A shotgun? That's the best use of capsules, yeah. Carry on weapons. He could carry 20 shotguns. So he's about to blow Goku into smithereens. Into nothing. To send him to the other dimension. Because the whole censorship. The censorship. Yeah, thing. that's why. Yeah, well, they can't say I'm going to kill you. At, so. the, at the 12th hour, or 11th hour, I forget how that phrase goes. At the very last second, a rat runs by, scaring Blue, freeing, freeing Goku from the psychic powers. Yeah, broke his concentration. And Goku hits him with his, his junk in. He knocks, he knocks Blue out. Done. He's done. Yeah, done, son. So the, the heroes decide that they need to escape. So Goku... Goku stays behind to find the Dragon Ball. Yeah, because that's Which the point of this whole yeah. thing, yeah. And his way out, he finds the rat. Because the rat saved him, he decides to save the rat. By stuffing it in his mouth. Which is pretty good, Which, though. oh my god. I, Could you imagine stuffing a dirty rat in your mouth? No. General Blue's reaction to the rat was ridiculous, but... It was the right one. <laughs> it was the right one. Especially putting it in your mouth. I, uh, I don't know. I know it's played for comedic effect, but, you know... You're not in a sewer. You're in a cave. So anyway, so Bulma and Krillin get to the sub, and Bulma's first response is, "We gotta get the shit out of here." She wants to leave him behind. Yes, because the now, fucking Bulma. Here's dude. the thing. No, there's no thing. It's Bulma. She says that he's probably gonna be fine, which I would believe her. Yeah, I guess Goku would be fine, but at least pretend to be concerned about Goku. Krillin's concerned. Yeah. Krillin's concerned. I, she's not wrong though. She isn't wrong, she's, she's but wrong. still, she's smart. She knows that Goku can probably take whatever happens to him here. I don't know. He probably couldn't swim she's out. Not sure though. She's not sure. Yeah. She's Goku makes it back to the sub just before they leave, and they all leave together. But suddenly, there's too many rocks, and, and then, suddenly they stop. Oh yeah, they, they run out of fuel. There's no fuel. Oh damn it! What? 
as Krillin's concerned, like, I haven't even kissed a girl yet. And uh, Goku's like, I got a plan. Hey, Krillin, hold on to my rat. Like, I own my life. Yeah, both of you, hold your breath. Well, Goku, what are you going to do? Goku fires a Kamehameha wave to propel them forward, blowing off the, the hatch. And they make it out. They shoot out of the water. Goku summons Nezum, Nimbus. Summons Nimbus, catches Krillin. Krillin oh, catches Bulma. I don't understand how and the still Kamehameha hold on wave... to the rat. That's impressive. I don't understand how the Kamehameha wave pushes the entire uh, submarine instead of just Goku. Because but... he's firmly on it. I guess magic. So it's not magic. It makes it's sense. Magic. Okay, so anyway, so grabbing the Nimbus and then... We also see that Blue has survived. Yeah, pulling his head out Wait. and smiling. So uh, they're, they're all happy they survived. When uh, Krillin is concerned, he's like, oh man, we could have been rich. And Bulma's like, <laughs> and, and she, she reaches into her underwear. So she pulls something out of her crotch. A diamond the size... Bigger than her fist, I think. Bigger than her fist. Krillin's like, holy crap! <laughs> I thought you were bulging a bit much. <laughs> Bulma thinks it's worth a couple billion of Zenny. Which, Goku's a little disappointed because the Dragon Ball is the three star, not the four star. She thinks, she decides <laughs> that traveling with Goku's way too dangerous. He's like, I'm not going to help you anymore, kid. You're on your own. And Goku's like, going, well, I didn't ask you to come. <laughs> You're the I just one. asked for the help of the radar. It's <laughs> pretty good. And so, Krillin's like, let's, let's use the, the Red Ribbon Army copter. And, and uh, then Blue, Blue sees him take off, so he's going he's gonna to follow He's going to pursue him. Krillin takes a moment to sniff the diamond. For reasons. For reasons, they, they head off to Kame House. And uh, Bulma feels bad about the sh losing the, their submersible vehicle. Yeah, it's so probably, she, yeah. It's at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. So she offers him the diamond in return. He probably, he's never going to have to worry about money again if it's worth a billion anyway. Which is nice because he didn't get to keep his winnings from the, the martial arts tournament. Yeah, but unfortunately... That's when Launch... In her blonde form turns on them. She, she takes the diamond and leaves. And steals, yep, the Red Ribbon Army. The, so, yeah, they're stranded. They're not worried because they think when she turns back, she'll come back. Yeah. yeah. When she's happened before. Which, it's fine, but, uh, oh man, I'd, that'd leave me with some trust issues. Right? Well, obviously, you're, not, you're never going to trust a bad launch. Why would you trust that? General Blue jumps out of the, the helicopter and lands on Kame House. Uh-huh. Is it? Oh no! That but he with has rope. rope. Yeah. With rope, he uses his psychic powers to tie up, tie up the crew. Everyone, the yeah. Dragon Ball crew. It's the turtle. It is the turtle. the turtle. He sees the turtle as a threat. Finally, it is telekinesis. So he goes and he steals all of the Dragon Balls, all of them, all three, and leaves a bomb. He leaves a time bomb. Uh, he he caps. He opens up a capsule filled with a jet, and he takes off. Bye bye. Launch comes back. Good launch. <laughs> Good launch. Blue-haired launch. Like, oh, what happened? How was I in this? He's like, oh my god, you're all, you're all tied up. And she decides to, to untie Goku. Boy, no. She tries to throw the bomb away. Oh, throw it in the trash bin. But she can't. It's too heavy. It's, it's too, too heavy. heavy. So yeah, Goku's like saying, uh, quickly. Loosen the ropes. So, so launch loosens his ropes. I like how, you know, Master Roshi's like yelling, get the knife! Right. After he's free, he grabs the bomb and throws as far as he can into the sky. And explodes just above them. Goku asks for, for the Nimbus. And, and flies off to flies pursue. Off. It's personal now. He's just trying to murder hey. everyone. Yeah. I would have a I big vendetta. Yeah. Goku's legitimately angry now. We, yeah, I don't know if we've... Oh, have shit. we seen that yet? I don't think nope. so. There's a first it's time. on now. He's, it's on like He Donkey murdered Kong. those other two Red Ribbon guys for fun. <laughs> I don't want to know what he's going to do when he's angry. Well, I guess we'll find out next time. Don't we'll find out next time on Dragon Ball. So, did you guys enjoy... Oh, okay, let me start by asking, how did you guys feel about General Blue? Oh, 
I like him. You like him? Yeah, he confident, was a fucking dick. Confident right? henchman. Yes, he was a confident And he didn't die in one segment. Yeah. He didn't lose immediately. Yeah. He actually gained a victory. He got the Dragon Balls, he had them tied up, and he was headed back to base. He defeated Goku, Krillin, and Master Roshi all in one go. All in one go. And for a bonus, he tied, he he tied up a turtle. He tied up a turtle. <laughs> and Golbot, which was a hard to After coming off of a, a Goku solo arc, how do you guys feel about the other returning characters? Are you happy that happened? Or did you I like that more like solo Goku? I like to see them again. Yeah, it's good to have friends. I mean, I like, I'm a friend fan, and I'm glad to see these back in. And we actually had more interaction with I mean, it's unlikable with Bulma. Sometimes it's still too good to just see. We got to learn about her and her family. And, and her the, family's funny. The briefs are great. I love those guys. Yeah, her friends are funny. Awesome. They're uh, not even close. <laughs> but then again, you, you, you know, if she was nice, then you know that's not the job. You guys know where they're going? No. Good. Uh, all I know is that I love where they go. They're not being the headquarters of the Red Room. It's the headquarters of her. God damn it! It's not. Oh, it's, we'll see. Anyways, uh, any other final thoughts? I like how they, they the Toriyama explore more instead of not having a white background as a background. He, he doesn't like he does that, but he also sets up like detailed backgrounds all the time as well. Uh, I mean, though. his underwater was pretty cool. And he chooses what one to use. He does it very yeah. He's smart about it. He yeah. knows when to add a background and when not to. Yeah, and but also just indicate the underwater sequences and stuff. Oh, for, for, forget. It was nice knowing about the Nimbuses in the past. Yeah, that was great. That yeah, was you cool. Get a little backstory. We don't ever get any past on Dragon Ball. Mm -hmm. There's no history of Dragon Ball. No, we don't learn about the first little project. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I, uh, my, my only problem with it, I was kind of confused. The pirate thing just kind of felt like a useless subplot. You know, just to it's a cool adventure. It yeah, is. It's an adventure. I mean, I do like the Indiana Jones thing. Indiana Jones? Yeah, I mean, the payoff just kind of felt like, eh. He fought a ninja last time. Why not pirates this time? <laughs> well, he didn't really fight pirates. He only fought the traps and the robots. He fought a pirate robot. That's even better. That looked like a Xenomorph? Yes! Okay, got me there. Going back to General Blue, you know, it showed that he was more of a threat than any of the others, including White. Yes, he's definitely better than the other generals. Yeah, the other ones were weak. You ever read Doctor Soul? Okay, well, see you guys next time. Oh, you can find us. You can find us. I'll post every episode on Reddit slash r slash podcast and then I'll, we can also find us on soundcloud as dragon talk podcast just type that in we're also on itunes you can find us there by typing in the dragon talk podcast dragon one word and uh if you leave comments or reviews of any sort on any of these places twitter as well yeah we'll read them out loud we'll read them out loud we'll yeah. talk about you specifically you especially you guy from peru we saw listening on soundcloud <laughs> yes but uh yeah you know who you are anyways that's all see you guys Later. <laughs> peace, peace. Peace, peace, peace.